Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Hey guys, Leon Sylvester here. Welcome back to the channel. Today, we're going to be answering the question, are you an alcoholic? Do you have something wrong with you? Were you born this way? Is that why you can't stop drinking alcohol? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be discussing in this video. And we are going to dive extremely deep into the topic. To me, you know, during the 10 years of trying to find a solution to my drinking problem, you know, this question was extremely important. And it played a big part in finding a solution to the problem. So if you're wondering whether or not you're an alcoholic, you simply have to watch this whole video because the five things that we're going to discuss in this video are going to help you see alcohol and see your drinking problem in a totally different way. Now, I just kind of want to say before I get straight into this video is that if you go to Alcoholics Anonymous and you're watching this video right now, please turn it off. If you've decided already that you are an alcoholic and you're going to go through this 12-step process and you're going to admit powerlessness, you're going to admit yourself to a higher power, etc., etc., don't watch this video. It's not for you, right? This video is for people that have tried everything to stop drinking, right? They're looking for a solution. They're looking at AA. They're looking at willpower. They're trying to figure out how the hell do we do this? Because that was me for 10 years, this up and down roller coaster of life, trying to find a solution to my drinking problem. So I just really want to put that out there because, you know, there's going to be some stuff in here that if you, if you go to AA and you've gone that route, there's going to be some conflicting advice. I've got no qualms of AA. I have got no issues with people that go to AA. I'm not saying that this way is better, that way is better. I just have to say that because this video is going to be deep, right? We're going to go very, very deep into this because it's so important. So let's jump straight in. So very first, we're going to talk about this point. So my story with deciding if I was an alcoholic. So I've done both things, right? I, in, 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 very early on in my journey, right, I knew I had a drinking problem. I knew I couldn't drink like a normal person. It would never be just one or two drinks, very, very rarely anyway. It would always be, you know, drinking a lot. I would drink and get drunk. And if you guys haven't seen it already, I created a video talking about the four stages of giving up drinking. And in that video, I've got stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. And in stage two, stage three, that kind of area, if you've not already watched that video, I'll link you to it in the description. But there's a point where you start to question, like, do I have a problem? Is there something wrong with me? Why can I not control my drinking when all the people around me, you know, they have one or two? Or, you know, they'll, 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 they won't get blackout drunk or they won't, you know, they just kind of control it and everything seems to go okay. But why can I not control it? And it was during this time that I started looking for solutions to my problem. And I actually went to Alcoholics Anonymous. So I went to AA for around 90, 100 days, something like that. I can't really remember. But here I was told that if I can't stop drinking alcohol, then, you know, I had to decide if I was an alcoholic. So I went along with it, right? I said, okay, then I'm an alcoholic. If, you're, if you guys are saying that, if you're saying that you've had a drinking problem similar to mine, and so have you, and so have you, and so have you, and so have you, and all you guys are alcoholics, therefore I must be one, right? If I can't control my drinking, therefore, and all these other people can't control their drinking, then I am an alcoholic, right? So I bought into this, and I went through it, and I went through the 12 steps, and you know, I did the step work, I did give myself up to a higher power, I went through that, right? A lot of you guys watching this may not have gone through it, you may have looked at AA and thought, that's not for me, some of you may have gone through AA, and... You know, if you're watching this video and you've gone through AA and you're happy about your decision to stop drinking, don't watch this video. I really want to say that. 
But if you have gone through A and you're not happy about your decision and you still feel like you're giving something up and you still feel like, you know, maybe you relapsed and all this stuff, then, you know, I've been there. I tried that. And I tried to say that I was an alcoholic. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. For a little bit of time, it worked, right? But the reason why it works is because all I'm really doing is exercising will. I still believed that I was giving something up. I still believed that alcohol was something that provided massive value in my life. I thought that when I drank a drink, I got a good effect. I thought that it helped me relax. I thought that it gave me courage. It gave me confidence. I thought that it made me more likable. I thought that it made me more interested. I had all these beliefs. Then I went to AA, got told I was an alcoholic, had to give myself up to a higher power, right? And I still always felt like I was giving something up. I couldn't go to a restaurant. I couldn't go to a bar and feel like relaxed. I couldn't just go there without alcohol after using the AA method and feel like, you know, I'm cool with this. These days I can, because these days it's totally different. And you know, these days I don't call myself an alcoholic because I never was an alcoholic in the first place. I chose to be an alcoholic. I chose to give myself this label, but these days I also choose not to. And things are fine because I believe that uh, I was never the problem in the first place. The drug was the problem. I drank a powerfully addictive drug that just turned me into a complete idiot I, you know, just destroyed everything. I destroyed my business. I destroyed my relationship. I destroyed pretty much everything because of alcohol. And, but these days, like, you know, I was never the problem. It was the alcohol that was the problem. It was alcohol that turned me into this asshole. It was alcohol that made me just destroy everything. But these days, I don't drink it, but I no longer am the problem, right? The drug was the problem. Got rid of the drug. Everything has gone perfectly fine. So, I'll talk to you a little bit about like how I stopped drinking later on without calling myself an alcoholic, but let's get to the next point. So what happens if you do decide that you're an alcoholic, right? So let's say you're in that phase right now where you're thinking, am I an alcoholic? Am I not an alcoholic? And you go to a meeting and that's where you're made to decide whether or not you are an alcoholic. Now, what happens at this point? Well, at this point, guess what? It's no longer your fault, right? If you drink alcohol now, and you go crazy and you get blackout drunk and you just go nuts, right? And you get in fights and you do all this stuff. Well, guess what? It, it was never your fault because you're an alcoholic. You've got something wrong with you. You are the problem. And it's just not true, right? It gives you, it almost becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Say, right, I'm an alcoholic. Then you relapse and you go, you just, you don't give a shit anymore. It's like, well, I've got a problem. I'm the problem. I could just do what I want. It was never my fault. It's not, it's not the alcohol. It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. And it becomes almost, you know, I don't want to say it, but it almost becomes dangerous that you, that you say this. Because when it becomes a, a, a part of your identity, it's almost impossible to get rid of it, right? And, you know, when I tried to stop drinking, I decided that I was an alcoholic. So I became the problem. So now if I drank, you know, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. I'm the problem. You know, the drug's not the problem. It's all me. So when you decide if you're an alcoholic, then it's not particularly empowering. It's a very negative label. There's a lot of stigma attached to it. Other people are going to say you're not an alcoholic. And for me, like, you know, it, 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 saying you're an alcoholic, you kind of have to go the AA route, right? If you're an alcoholic, your only solution is Alcoholics Anonymous. If you choose not to be an alcoholic, there's a whole other world of solutions that the people in AA won't tell you about. Because to them, they have to fully buy into being an alcoholic. They have to fully buy in to giving themselves up to a higher power, which is totally, totally okay. That's what my own mother does. And my own mother has not drank for 20 
years. So if they buy into this, and that's why I gave the precursor, if they buy into this, they're going to get results. There's no doubt about it. It does get results for some people. But they also will make you believe that there's not another way. And there absolutely is another way. And I'll talk about that other way in a few minutes, but there is another way. Anyway, the next thing you've got to understand, right, is, is why is it that alcohol has got this label of the alcoholic, right? What about smoking? And what about gambling, right? I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to smoke a lot of damn cigarettes, right? I used to smoke like 20 cigarettes a day. And I stopped smoking. Am I a smokeaholic for the rest of my life? Do I have to avoid people smoking cigarettes? Have I got a problem? Was I, was I, was I born with this problem of being a smoker? Of course not. I don't, I'm not a smokeaholic. I stopped smoking. I'm finished. I'm done. I move on with my life. What about gamblers? What about someone with a gambling problem? Well, are they a gambleaholic for the rest of their life? Well, no, they're not. But what about like, you, can, you know, you can keep going with this. You could talk about any addiction, porn, games, you know, drugs. Nobody gets this label that they have to have for the rest of their life. So why is it that alcohol, people that drink alcohol, these problem drinkers, why do they have to call themselves an alcoholic? And, you know, this is supposed to be part of the solution. Having a character defect, having something wrong with you is supposed to help you on your journey. Well, what about the rest of the addictions in the world? Well, the problem is, is that the reason why we've got this term alcoholic, and this is kind of like a theory of mine, but we're conditioned to think that alcohol gives us something, right? That's the whole of society. That's people that go to A, that's people that drink, that's normal drinkers, that's, that's problem drinkers, that's people that use willpower. Any of these people have all been conditioned to think that alcohol gives them something. And if they can't reason from first principles, which is the approach that I talk about on this channel, they will always believe that they've given something up. They gave them value in their life. So no matter what these people do, right, no matter what they do, they're going to find it difficult to stop drinking. They're going to have to exert willpower in some form or another because they never get to the root cause of the problem of thinking that alcohol provides value to their life. If they could do that, they'd just get on with their life. They'd just be like, it's like giving up smoking. I was just like, see you later. I'm done. Never thought about it again. Couldn't give a about smoking. But when it comes to alcohol, because we have been conditioned to believe that alcohol gives us something, you know, it becomes like, a, if, if, if you find it difficult to stop, you become the problem. But you are not the problem. You were never the problem. The problem is the conditioning. The problem is the brainwashing that's been happening again and again and again and again in the marketing, when you look at your parents, when you, when you, when you put on their social media, when you look at the news, when you look at these BS studies that one in a hundred that come up out of the blue that say, you know, drinking wine is going to add a year onto your life expectancy, these stupid studies. All of this crap is the reason why we think alcohol gives us something. So when we try to stop drinking it, it becomes very difficult, right? That's like, that's what I did for 10 years. Every time I tried to stop drinking, it was freaking difficult. So when somebody said that, hey, Leon, do you know the reason why it's difficult? Well, the reason why it's difficult is because you've got a problem. You're an alcoholic. You've got this, this, this character defect. And that's why you find it difficult and nobody else does. I'm like, you're right. Like that, that's it. Like you, you, you've got it. You've hit the nail on the head. That's why I found it difficult for so long. But when you take the right approach to stop drinking, when you take this first principles approach and you reason from first principles and you break things down to its fundamental levels, you realize that you were never the problem. The problem was all this conditioning that had been building up over years. Then when you try to stop without removing the conditioning or without really bringing awareness to it, that's when it becomes extremely difficult. 
So the only, the only solution to stopping drinking being difficult is that you are the problem, right? I bought into that. I fully believe that. But all the people that I work with now, I work with people that have been to AA for a year plus and they relapsed and they went crazy and they wanted to find a new solution. I wor- I've worked with those people that have said that they were alcoholics and they believed that they were alcoholics. And these people have stopped drinking and these people are fine. These people are getting on with their life. They're working on their business. They're focusing on their family. They're focusing on their health. They're more present. They feel more spiritual. They feel much healthier. They feel happier. And they believe that they were alcoholics and I, pr- and I showed them another way. And they just got on with their life. So that's like the next point, like, whew, I'm getting pumped up. But the, the, the next thing that you've got to understand is, is, you know, when you're trying to figure out if you're an alcoholic or not, is it's actually a choice, right? It's a choice. You give yourself, you, you, you right, this term of alcoholic is, is, you didn't make this term up. You didn't make it up. Somebody said, you know, you might be an alcoholic and you chose to accept that. I chose to accept that. Do you know what it did for me? Absolutely nothing. It did nothing for me. When I was buying into AA and I was buying into that methodology, sure, I stopped drinking. But then I realized that, you know, this isn't for me. But now I've still got this label that I chose, was to be an alcoholic. Now I can do whatever I like. You know, I can drink as much as I want because I was the problem. It's all a choice, right? And I have now chosen to not give myself this label. And I have now chosen to understand that I was never the problem in the first place. I was never the problem. The drug was the problem. I got rid of the drug. Guess what happened? Life went well again, right? I immediately, when I stopped, when I stopped drinking, right? This is what happened. So uh, I'd, I'd, I'd stopped drinking. I built a personal training business. I relapsed, right? I went crazy. I went on this crazy binge. And then I stopped drinking again, just over two years ago. And since then, since that day, where I realized like what I talk about when I've done this first principles approach, I realized like I was never the problem. And I could just go straight into building a better life. So I got back to the gym as a personal trainer, started from ground zero. And I realized when I was doing that, I just felt invincible, right? I felt like I could do anything. So I moved to Thailand, I started working online. And then I realized that I could actually teach other people the process that I've been through. So I created a company called SoberClear. And you know, if I was still walking around with this label of being an alcoholic, if I was having like this chain of alcoholism around my neck forever, I probably wouldn't have done most of this stuff. I probably would have thought, well, if I'm the problem, I've got to go to meetings. I've got to do these certain things. I have to say that I'm powerless. I have to say that I'm weak-willed. I've got all these personal problems. And I just dropped it all. I was like, I'm choosing not to give myself any of those labels. I'm choosing to say that I was never the problem, that life goes well when I stopped drinking. Stopped drinking, life started going fine again. There's a big difference. And the reason why I feel this way, right, is because I do something called a reason from first principles. And uh, I do have a free training, like there's another video that I'll link in the description talking about this process, but I'll kind of give you like the lowdown now, but there is, yeah, there's like a more detailed video if you're interested in learning about how to apply first principles thinking in your own life. But first principles thinking is, is a billionaire mental model, right? So it's what Elon Musk uses when he uh, was trying to build a rocket. So this rocket was $65 million. He broke it down to its component parts. Uh, he realized that it would only cost $2 million to build when he added up all the materials and all of the stuff and like built the company and whatever. And what most people do is they don't reason from first principles. They don't look at alcohol critically and think, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep drinking? And this, 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 this first principles process is the exact process that I've taken all of the other clients that I work with in the Sober Clear coaching program. So this is a step-by-step system that you can follow, that anybody can follow to make stopping drinking effortless, right? 
And you don't need to give yourself these ridiculous labels like being an alcoholic. Like I said, if that's you, no problem. That's cool. If you do that, then great, you know, happy days. But if you've tried that or you're not sure or you don't want to give yourself that label because it's a choice and you reason from first principles and you break down all of the reasons why you think you drink alcohol, then you get to a place that I call being sober clear. And that's why I call my company Sober Clear because it's, it's a new way of thinking. It's a new way of seeing the world. It's a new paradigm. It's a new worldview. And I can take people through that step-by-step process, right? I can get them to that place where they're like, ah, I get it now. I see alcohol for what it is. It never gave me anything. I was never the problem. And stopping drinking just becomes effortless and enjoyable. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.